are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer, and I'm glad to have you back. Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're really in the thick of things now. It is the uh, Spurs offseason. Um, I you know I don't think they've done even an exit interview yet with media yet, so maybe they're skipping it this year. We don't know, but my point is is that it is offseason, and it is time for uh, kind of reflections, what happened in this past season. And uh, one name that was really, really resonated with fans was uh, Jakob Pertl. Uh, coming to having a very slow start to the season, strong ending, but some question marks still remain regarding him at the position and center. We're going to be discussing him. Is he what this team needs moving forward? And also we're going to catch you up on what is going on in the NBA playoffs. To do that and more, I'm joined by Casey Vieira. He is the co-host of the Vieira's NSA YouTube show and follow him on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Casey, it feels weird without Spurs basketball. Isn't, isn't that the way it is in San Antonio? It's supposed to be Fiesta mm-hmm. and Spurs, long, deep playoff runs. Yeah, yep. two years in a row. That doesn't happen now. At least we got Fiesta coming up in a couple of weeks, which also happens to coincide with my birthday week. So, Well, happy early birthday. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess almost a month out. A little, little, little less than a month. Your boy's turning 32. Woohoo! It's over. It's it. You're done. You're over the You're hill over. now, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've been over the hill. I've been over the hill <laughs> since I got turned 27. <laughs> yep. you know, there, yep. For those people, for those listeners that are still in their 20s, wait till you hit 30. Just the magical number 30, those party nights just like vanish. Just like instantly. You're like, uh, that's the feel. Yeah. yeah. I think like, I'm trying to think, maybe it was like 27, 28 or so. Mm-hmm. I realized that I was washed and I had to go basically one for one water for drink if i was going to make it out past like 11 o'clock yeah you hit it and buddy. that that's yeah and now now that i'm going to be 32 it's pretty much two waters to drink <laughs> if i'm going to make it so and, and then and the thought of a comfy couch uh and relaxing at home is more intriguing than going yeah. out yeah why why would i ever want to go out when i got my own couch and i got a tv and i got my own i got my own booze i got my own whiskey in the back to take care of myself why I, I bought the, the $30 bottle already or whatever it costs. Better than paying 15 for a glass if I go out somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly. Hey, well, yeah. well, a team that could be shopping this offseason of the San Antonio Spurs, look, we know their financial situation. Uh, we know that they can upgrade if they need to in certain positions, considering that some of the veterans may not be back. But there's one spot that at first blush you think it's – Stable Yaka Pertle at center, but for as much as he had a good season, you know, albeit a very slow one, you let you we left last season thinking, huh, is that enough though? Is he still the man that this team needs moving forward? I'll open the floor to you, Casey, old man, here on Locked On Spurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is is I'm younger Pirtle, than you, so what does that make you? Oh, good Lord. Yeah, let's not go down. I guess in the dirt probably by now. Um, no, man. <laughs> um, just took a morbid turn. <laughs> but 
Is JP, is Jakob Pertl enough for this team to contend or at least get better moving forward? Honestly, I say why not? I say why not because he's not costing you anything. Uh, that last year, that three-year, twenty was three for 27, three for 30, whatever yeah. it was. Uh, that's, yep. Yeah, that's a pocket change deal for a starting center in this league. He was pretty efficient defensively after that first maybe 10 games to a month or so in which he looked absolutely miserable. But then once you put the pieces together, largely he was pretty good. He was pretty effective. He was pretty effective. I know you probably have the numbers of efficiency right in front of you. As right. To me, but uh, he, he was largely, it was certainly more positive than negative. Now, if you're looking for something more than what you already have, you're probably being a little too ambitious because in all likelihood, you're not going to get much of an offensive game going forward. So you're mm-hmm. going to get a, a guy who is going to be consistent defensively during his time here. Not, not elite, not elite, consistent defensively. You hope those rebounding numbers go up a little bit because there were times this year where he just got bodied by bigger dudes. Last game of the season, Jonas Valanciunas just totally cooked them underneath. What was it, 23 mm-hmm. and 23, right? Yes, was that sir. his line? Yep. So, but on the whole, right now, and especially if you look at some of the options right there uh, that, that are assuming they don't make a trade or at least in free agency, it's not like there's an infinite number of options that are going to be suitable to really replace him, aside from the bigger free agent names. I know everyone's married to the idea of the John Collins thing, mm-hmm. and he'll be a small ball five, which would take some of his minutes. But right now, I, I, I kind of like the fit, and I kind of like what they have. If everyone kind of tempers their expectations a little bit and not really expect a whole lot more than what you're getting, I, I do like the fit, yeah. But in a, in a conference, let alone in a league, where as many say that, hey, you know, it is a guard or a swing forward league, it really isn't because the big man is still vital. Look at, let's look at who's in the playoffs. You got, you got uh, Gobert, you got uh, the Joker. Jokic, you got Porzingis to a certain degree, and how long is he can stay healthy? Aiden, uh, you got quality bigs, and we got one Valanciunas who just, as you mentioned, cooked uh, Pirtle here. As much as he is good, and Pirtle is good and cost-effective for the small market team that is San Antonio, it just feels that it's not enough. For me, I think that is an area that still needs to be addressed. And your John Collins type does fit better in what the Spurs have around Pirtle. Now, the good news is, as Pirtle, what he's still young. He, he looks physically, he looks a lot older than 25, but he's 25 years old. He's just maybe starting to get it, you know, get the NBA, get better, get the Spurs system, what they're trying to uh, get into. But I just think his lack of offense at that position and l- lack of some aspects of defense. We know he's a good rim protector. We know he's a good offensive rebounder, but mobile bigs cook him. And when he's on defense on them, I just feel he is a good player, but it's still not enough for the Spurs team. I think they still need to address the position, Casey. I mean, if there's any depth available, a guy like, you know, you go back to that Collins thing, if he's around and and he wants to come here in Atlanta, it's not going to, 
match in all likelihood that max deal he's going to get. And then I think that's a no-brainer. But when I kind of give Pirtle the praise that I'm giving, it's all kind of with tempered expectations. That's the one thought that I have. The other thought, too, is that you're hoping next season you're mentioning the fact that he's a, essentially an offensive black hole. We'll call it what it is. Right. He's a black hole offensively. You're hoping that a lot of that progression comes from everybody else to kind of make up for a little bit. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that black hole is not as, I don't know what's the word, exaggerated, right. uh, so to speak. And you're hoping that, and what I was kind of accounting for when I'm saying I think he's good enough for what, he is uh was was kind of that thought process in mind that said though i do think it would be very much beneficial if they could get a guy kind of like you mentioned right there a small ball five uh, who who can space the floor a little bit because that takes the pressure off Jakob to be more than he essentially can be so, name coming to mind, like a Larry, Larry Nance mm-hmm. plays a, a small ball five, usually a four, but you can, you can plug him there. You can do a, a lot of the things that Jakob is limited in that, at, at, and mind you, he's not, a, he's not the defender part of it, but he can space the floor. He's got a right. jumper. He's athletic. You're not looking at an elite defender, but he's at least mobile, contrary to Jakob, who has those issues. I think if you can get a compliment in that respect, you're in good shape. I like Pirtle for what he is. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. I like Pirtle for what he is, but I I won't deny, and and you hit on it right there, there are flaws like that mobility thing. And if they can get someone who can kind of spell that in that regard so they can go mix and match when need be, I definitely think that'd be major for them. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors. Wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors as well. Cherry ice, citrus, and mint. And Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, or on the go, or even at the gym. So, if you know somebody that can use this, that can benefit a friend or a family member, then I highly recommend Lucy right now. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, and throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month, so it's simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivering down. Locked on NBA Network listeners, go to Lucy.co and use promo code Locked on NBA to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.com. Be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNBA. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even carpet. 
So whether it's your classic or daily driver, you get everything you need in a few easy clicks over at rockauto.com. And those parts and whatever you get there is directly delivered to your door. The catalog there is unique, easy to navigate. You can see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specification and prices you prefer. Those prices are always going to be reliably below at rockauto.com. They're the same for you and professionals. Don't go spending up to twice as much for the same part. You want to go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection of reliably below prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. When you look at Pirtle, and for as good as he is, uh, he you know may have cost the Spurs uh, some games this past season because of his his deficiencies. And it's not that his deficiencies are negligible; they're 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 major. They're major def- deficiencies, especially in this league, in this era of the NBA. He he Man, can't. We're, we're way off today. <laughs> well, we're way but, off today with each other. I, I well, yeah. I, I mean, it, for me, I mean, look, you can look at the numbers. I got them in front of me. I'll give you some in a bit. But even you know, sometimes don't need the numbers. You can just the optics to tell you. Jonas drops twenty three and twenty three on him. Uh, right. You saw well, okay. You okay. saw guys. So like, you saw guys like um, oh uh, Christian Wood just just owned the paint uh, right. when he was uh, going up against uh, Pirtle. It, Dwayne what, Dedman, that's a, you know, but you're seeing a, a, a theme here. This? Did I miss it? When yeah, Dwayne Dedman uh, cooked him this year? I don't know who I'm thinking of. There was another guy started with a D. I forgot. It might have. There were a lot. There were a lot of yeah. weird guys that cooked the Spurs this year. So if it was Dwayne Dedman, I would. I wouldn't be down <laughs> you. But like, maybe. Go ahead. No, no. So like, let me turn this back to you then. What? And and I feel like I talk about this a lot of what I say is just kind of based around expectations sometimes. And I always try to preface it when I, when I say it, when I talk about praising these guys or, or, you know, being critical of these guys was that my expectation for him is pretty much what you're getting, what mm-hmm. we saw this year, a, a, a guy who is essentially making, you're paying for what you get a $10 million a year center, not going to go out there and be any of those guys that you just mentioned. What are you expecting from a guy like Pert like that? Obviously, uh, you're expecting more. So what's, 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 I guess, kind of your bar that you want him to be at? I, I think he can – I think if he can just get that amid something range going, anything, you know, a reliable hook shot, um, just, even if it's just in the paint. I'm not asking him to hit mid-range shots from just below the three-line. You know, something I can't, I don't even see that. I mean, I, I can't, I think maybe I recall him attempting a few mid range shots, but it was all just garbage, you know, buckets that he got, which were great. You know, that's awesome. That helps the Spurs. You know, he had his double doubles throughout the season, good and good lines, but eventually that catches up. Defenses are going to start sagging, you know, like, we'll go for it. Yaka, we'll just patrol the paint and, you know, we'll defend it even better. I, right. I think I think the bar is can be a little higher for him, and especially this past off season, where we all know that he said, um, you know, oh, I, I know my worth, I, I know what I can get. Okay, good. He we addressed that. He got paid. But in I think he's that talk, a lot of people with that, yeah, yeah. Well, well, in that talk, he also talked about how he was going to improve his offensive uh, style, and it got better, but it it wasn't enough, and. 
I think maybe next year, if that those deficiencies such as in the offensive end are still present, then okay, fine. That's who he is. That's what he's going to be. Uh, so so be it. But if this team is looking to improve sooner than later, instead of getting left behind in the dust in, in the Western Conference, then right. you need to kind of speed up that position. Maybe they address it in the draft. Maybe there's a big out there, uh, the young guy they can bring in. Maybe mm-hmm. sign and trade with Demar if he doesn't want to stay. Uh, something, but I just think if you give Pirtle one more year to see can he improve on the areas that hurt San Antonio, especially in this era, then maybe got to start looking elsewhere. Not necessarily cut him, not saying let that's him go, fair. but no, that's fair. You know where are we going with this, Jakob? You know we know we can do on this end, but yeah, what are you doing on this end to help us? No, that's fair. All those things you hit on are fair because they're they're true. All those things you said right there are, are fact and, and everything. That's everything we knew what we were going to be getting into with Jakob Pertl. And that's kind of one thing when I see it at least where my expectations kind of feel like I've, it, it's fallen into place from what I kind of knew getting into it was that I never – I'm kind of on a different side of the spectrum a little bit from you is that I never really expected him to turn into one of these guys who can really be a, a floor spacer. I know I say floor spacer, I, I say it from the sense of a guy who can hit an occasional three, but even at the mid-range, uh, the mid-range aspect of it that you talked about, I, that's not something that I banked on. I'm not, I, I banked on him being pretty much who he was. Uh, mm-hmm. Not, a, not a, a, a good, not totally elite, but a good to better than good defensive center who can give you 25 minutes a night, 30, 32, 35 situationally, depending on who you're facing. And that's kind of what he is. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what his feeling is probably going to be. And you're right. You're right. They do need more mobility at that position. They do need another body out there, a more capable body, to fill in those deficiencies that he has. Man, we're saying all these things. Like, we, this is kind of like what we thought Trey Lyles was going to be this year, right? Yeah. Was, was that all those things that we're talking about were things that could complement Jakob when certain night aspects, matchups, weren't going out in his favor. And, and of course, Lyle's totally different story. Um, but, but to circle back to, to Pirtle, uh, I, I don't my, – my sentiment with him is, like, I, I just feel like he kind of is what he is, and as long mm-hmm. as he kind of meets that bar, which in my mind, I didn't I – said, I said it lower than you, clearly. I'm okay with it. I'm okay well, with it. Well, I, like I said he's, it. He's not, it's not like he's massive money, though, either. It's $10 million. Right. Two more years. Well, I didn't set the bar like Joker, high, you know, bar. Nicola, but he set the bar. Well. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head on over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't be sitting on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. 
Head to the website right now or use mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts use promo code locked on. With, with all those comments, that's yeah, true. with those off season comments, true. he You're was right. talking all You're that right. stuff and we You're didn't right. see it get matched. And it's not necessarily just him at that position, it's just that position as a whole. I mean, because look, you just throw out Lyles because we know he ain't coming come back, but. After Perto, it's right. Eubanks. There's nothing wrong with Eubanks. You know, tough, gritty guy, you know, but he's undersized. He there's a reason. Back. Yeah. He meant it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a reason why he didn't get much burn against Memphis. He was just too big, too little. You know, he's mm-hmm. just too undersized. And that's it. You know, Luca, we don't know yet. You know, I mean, he's shown flashes. You know, there's promise there. We a lot more promise than we had prior to this season with him. But again, jury is still out. And then you're then you're looking at that position like okay well, we've got Jakob being great you know good player, but man those deficiencies have really hurt the Spurs in games. And look, I, I've been on Locked On Spurs many times, even last year, the year before that, when he came on board to San Antonio via the trade. Like you know I like the guy, I like Jakob, but he's now what entering his is going to enter what his sixth season in the league. Sixth season, Maybe yeah, year number six, yeah, year number six, yeah, and. Uh, you know, we know his defensive numbers. We've seen it left and right everywhere. I'm not going to go over those, but just look at some of the accuracy. You know, his effective field goal shooting uh, went down this past season. Now, granted, he got a spike in minutes played, so, you know, factor that in. But effective uh, field goal percent went down slightly, but it still went down 62.1% to 61.3. Um, you're looking at his mid-range game. Yeah, I mean, it went down again. Uh, via cleaning the glass. Uh, he ranked in the uh, 68th percentile at his position. Uh, even even just all mid-range shots, he's in the 67th percentile. So, and that's not good because defenses are going to sag on him. Defenses are going to let him take the shot, you know? So I, I just think that this offseason, as much as, you know, getting a, a, a wing defender is on the list to do, or the, the to-do list for San Antonio. I think addressing the center spot has to be up there. I would rank it up there as 1B and 1A. You know, one I think 1A, in my opinion, is actually three-point shooting. they got to fix that mess up, but that's for a whole other show. But 1B mm-hmm. is the uh, the center spot. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be the way the way I see it is you have to move, clean up that log jam in the backcourt. I think Lonnie has to be the guy to go or get moved, assuming DeMar's, DeMar is gone. And Lon, you, you move Lonnie for an extra body, an extra big, a guy like you just said. Who off the top of my head, you know, I'll have to analyze it a little bit quicker. But that's yes one of the, I guess, better gunners, if not the best gunner on the team. But I feel like shooting in this league right now, you can find more as opposed to bigs who can kind of stretch the floor like that a little bit. I feel like shooters are, there's more of a, a, a demand for it. And I think there's more options available to teams for it. Plus, I think Lonnie is the guy that this time next year they're really going to have to evaluate whether or not they want to pay him to bring him back. So right. I think that's the first thing, maybe not the first thing, one of the things they got to do mm-hmm. is, is 
move him for someone to balance out that roster need. But listen, you're right. It 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 is it is a need on this team. I I don't know if I see it as pressing as you, but I I can't deny that that yeah. I mean, it's a hole. It's a hole there. You're right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, let's go in and transition now to the rest of the NBA. But before we do that, you know, we we definitely want to hear what you think about uh, the state of Jakob Pertl. You know, we know he's under contract. We get that. But do you think that's enough? Should the Spurs still go out and fix that position? Or if you think Pertl is the guy, let us know. Let Casey know on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira and myself on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. So let's get this out of the way. Okay. Your Knicks. Look, first of right. all, the city is alive. It, mm-hmm. I've never felt it this way before in a long time. Nick Fever is sweeping everywhere. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, well-fought game, but came up a little short, and Trey Young was talking all that smack afterwards, Casey. When you called me, I had actually just woken up because I cried myself to sleep last night just watching RJ's dunk and knowing that it went to off or not. It's a long night, but how, how do you see it, that series it, it, playing out? If you can remove your Nick fandom, um, Nick fandom, Nick's and six, reality, Nick's and seven. Okay, so I'm not still got putting. The I'm not on. putting. Yeah, I'm not putting one game going to bury this team off one game. If to think about what it took for Atlanta to win yesterday was it took a, a freak shot off a broken play from Bogdanovich to knock that corner three down just to chuck it up with the shot clock expiring. It took Trey Young put up a, a darn near Herculean effort against a, a team in the Knicks whose all-NBA player had probably his worst game of the season shooting 6 of 24 from the field. Now, mind you, of that 6 of 24 from the field, I never felt like he was getting locked up. I never Mm -hmm. felt like – I felt like it was more Randall bad as opposed to Hawks good. Yeah, they they had their moments. You don't get get to 6 of 24 if the the defense is not at least good, which they were. They did a good job clogging up the paint, but there are too many parts in that game where Randall was getting to his spots. He was getting to the free throw line extended. He was getting the baseline. And some, line, some nights the shots just aren't falling. And, and, and game one, the shot was just not falling for Randall. So I can't see him having another performance like he did. I have a hard time believing that this Hawks team, who the Knicks swept during the regular season, one of them without Trey Young, but still, they still swept in the regular season, can turn around and beat this Knicks team three more times. I don't, I I have a hard time believing that. I think it's, I think what we saw in game one, I think that's going to, something that we're going to be seeing the rest of the way in games two through realistically seven. And I think home court stands pat. And I, and I think what the Knicks fought for all year pays off and they probably take this thing in, in, in seven games of, but I think I was having this conversation with my dad earlier is that you watch the way, and, and you see it, and you mentioned it being in New York, was you watch MSG on, and that crowd. And I think part of, it, part of it, of course, was the excitement of having the squad back in the playoffs for those right. eight, after eight years. 
But the other part, the other part of it was just that sports are back again, Steele. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, basketball yeah. is back. So everyone is electric in that regard. And just watching all the videos on social, watching on TV, that RJ dunk, I can't remember between that and then, and then quickly, when quickly came in and was bombing those threes, I'm saying to myself, this is 90s stuff, that, that, yeah. that crowd. This is, this is like Larry Johnson four-point play kind of vibe in there right now. And it's special. It's special. Right. And, 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 honestly, and honestly, this season, whatever happens with them, whether they go out in this series and, and they lose, whether they lose to Brooklyn or, or Philly, I guess it would be in the next round, however this whole thing shakes out, the year is a win for the Knicks. There's no other way to put it. The year is a win for this Knicks. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and that's kind of like where I'm at as a fan is that everything now is just playing with house money because you got some sort of structure there going forward. Arguably for the first time in like 25 years because you had that brief little window with Mello and Amari, that 12-13, but that wasn't sustainable really after that season, and it kind of showed. But now you have a young star in Julius Randle, who presumably is going, to get maxed, is going to get maxed. You have oh, R.J. Yeah. Barrett. You have Quickly. Toppin's starting to figure it out with it a little bit. you got a load, a ton of cap space, which I think is a little bit more valuable now because the actual product is good as opposed to the consistent hypothesizing from people saying, oh, LeBron wants to go here. Katie wants to go to New York. Kyrie, blah, blah, blah. But now there's actually like a legitimate product who they would go and play with. They have the picks. I trust the management team right now. I trust Leon Rose. I like Tibbs. I can't understand why Alfred Payton's still starting, but that's a different conversation. I got to hit up the Locked On Knicks guys to talk about that. Uh, I feel good. I feel good about them. But yeah. I will say this. I'll, I'll get this before we wrap wrap the Knicks combo up because I know we're trying to keep the line moving here, but you got me started. I'll cut myself off here. Game one should have been a humanizing kind of epiphany moment for Spurs fans. I'll tell you why, Jeff. Because, yeah, they're mad. at the, There's the whole vet youth beef, whatever you want to call it. And they're all mad at Patty Mills for taking Lonnie Walker's minutes or whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Lonnie, Patty Mills. Right. They're mad at Patty Mills for taking a young guy's minutes, whoever you want to spin it. Imagine having Alfred Payton do that. Oh, right and that's a bad team. idea. No, 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 no. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. At least like Patty Mills. And here's my take with the with the Payton Nilakina thing. Nilakina, I feel like he can at least give you bare minimum. Payton's not even giving you that. Peyton, yeah. it's like you're down five I, points. Peyton minutes off the bat. So yeah. be grateful, Spurs fans. You could have you could have Peyton in there instead of Patty Mills taking Lonnie Walker's minutes, right? You see, Spurs fans, everybody, uh, Casey's giving you a silver lining in the old Patty Mills debate. Hey, uh, we're up against the clock here, so let's quickly go down a few notable games. Uh, not surprised. I'm not surprised that the uh, Lakers uh, got down early to the uh, Suns in their series. 99-90 in that first meeting. Not surprised at all, considering the way the Lakers have been playing. Uh, also, I'm not surprised at all that the maybe this is more appropriate for this episode, that the Grizzlies topped the Jazz in their opening game in the series, uh, 112-109. Dare we say this Grizzlies team is legit? I tend to lean more towards 
certainly the idea that they're more legit than than bad. They're certainly closer to relevancy instead of this being a fluke. Certainly that. I don't know if they're going to win this series against Utah, especially if Mitchell can come back, but that appears to be a a saga that's brewing with that ankle injury with him and the organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, If if Donovan comes back. That sounds familiar. I know. I know. I tweeted the other day. I was like, I don't know if you saw I was like, all we need is uh, uh, the uncle to get involved and him go to M- him to uh, I know. go MIA all summer, and all of a sudden we're golden. The Knicks and the Spurs—they got a new trade target to go after, right? Exactly. But, uh, to circle back to the Grizz, man, I like them right now, and everyone yeah, was they're, pissed they're off that they beat the, that they beat the Warriors. Everyone, everyone wanted to see Steph, Jaws, good TV, Jimmy mm-hmm. Brooks, good TV, yeah. man. They're fun. They're fun. Exactly. Yeah. Are you surprised that the Mavericks got the got the first one over the Clippers? I'm not. No. No. Yeah. No. No, because they're as good as anybody when they want to get their act together. Your boy got on you got fire 77. Yeah, well, whatever. They don't win games because of him usually. They win it because <laughs> of Luca. <laughs> and we got Julius. So I'm, I'm at the point where, like, I'm, I'm over that because we made out okay. We made out okay. We got an all-NBA player. We didn't, it's not the one that we thought we were going to get, but we got an all-NBA all player out of the deal. So I'm okay. I'm over that. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Yeah, not surprised that, like I said, not surprised that the uh, the Dallas uh, Mavericks got that one game over the Clippers. Clippers, it just feels like all that hoop and holler and pomp and circumstance they got Kawhi and Paul George really hasn't panned out yet. So they win that uh, they, series, though. I think. Yeah, you know, I, I think it goes I think seven. That I think it goes seven. Yeah. Um, you also got yeah, and um, Nuggets and Blazers. Let's we'll just finish that one out here. Uh, Blazers got the W over the Denver Nuggets. That one caught me a little off guard, Casey. Uh, I, I think now we're starting to see the Jamal Murray impact of things. Nuggets did a good job making up for it during the regular season. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a real sense of irony with it was that they made the moves. <laughs> with the backcourt flipping Gary Harris for Aaron Gordon because they felt like they had too much depth. And now your star point guard goes down and now you don't have enough depth at the point guard spot. <laughs> and that's kind of what they, that's kind of what they've come across. Right. I, I think Portland's going to win that series, man. Oh, I, really I, 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 I still think I, I got Denver still, but uh, yeah, the, the players are just starting. It's a shame the Spurs are not a part of it, but hey, after two seasons in a row, hopefully this is not something we get accustomed to. But we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Again, your thoughts on Proto and the Spurs situation at the middle. You like JP or you don't? Let us know. Should they even maybe they go after the draft? You know, maybe address the uh, via that route. Let us know what you think. Uh, let Casey know on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira. Follow him because you also get the additional bonus of seeing what goes on in his daily life with his wife on Vieira's NSA, a YouTube show. Just search for it on YouTube. You'll enjoy it. Subscribe now. Locked on Spurs and the rest of the Locked on NBA network can be found wherever you find your favorite podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Yes, I know iTunes has been a mess, but they're they're working on it. And even the new Odyssey app. So for KC Vieira, uh, go Knicks. Go Knicks. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm rooting you. for them. Thank you. I'm rooting for them. Hey, you're, you're my, there right yeah. now. It's my adopted You're city, so it. I'm seeing it. Yeah. So go Knicks. You know, and, you uh, know New York's buzzing. Yeah. Yo, you have no idea, man. I, I thought about capturing some of the buzz so you could feel it, but I, I said, man, I got sucked uh, into it too. I said, no, Casey will get homesick if I do this. Um, uh-huh. But 
Thank yeah. you for not doing that. <laughs> so you know how to get talk with uh, Casey. You know how to talk with me. So for Casey Vieira, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.